What's going on, Wolves? It's Lotus Aloba here, and this is the fourth episode of season three of Matcha Moments for the Creative Mind. And I'm so excited to be here with you to talk about my journey into plant-based living, what that means for me, and to also give you guys a CPR method so that you can incorporate more green living into your life because it is a game changer, okay? Let's get into it. First off, I wanna shout out all my wolves from the West Coast to the East Coast and globally for joining the green team. If you are vegan, if you're vegetarian, if you're pescatarian, if you're just lowering your intake of meat in general and just upping your intake of greens, shout out to you. You're the real MVP and you're treating your body right. If you're not one of those wolves, I mean, you're a wolf. So like live your life. (laughs) Either way, we're living, okay? And something that's so funny because I spoke about this uh, on my Instagram that green has become a major part of my life and I, it just like snuck up on me real quick. It started with forest green and then it just just escalated y'all. It just really escalated to something real uh, to the point where I'll be eventually getting my hair done and it's going to be green so I'm very excited about all of these changes but green has just become a very healing color for me on my journey. Um, from the foods that I eat to the color that I wear and to just how it resonates with me on a cellular and energetic level and even a spiritual level. And I just want to share all that information with you so that you guys can add more greed into your life because I'm telling you, like, wow, you just feel so much more better. But before we get into that, you know we have to talk about matcha because uh, matcha is life. Uh, Shout out Matchaful. They just closed down their spring a street location on the 25th at the stop by and get a can of matcha full uh, matcha before they did so and say goodbye they are going to be opening up a new pop-up in the middle of june i'm not sure where but when i get the detail and location i will let my wolves know so that we can come through and show love so shout them out because i just made myself a really nice uh beauty matcha latte this morning and it is so delicious i love their matcha the quality is mwah, perfection and I took one of my girlfriends, uh, Naya, over to Chacha before I went to Matchaful. So there's that. And um, we did their CBD uh, drink. It's purple. It's a purple drink. And it features CBD, lavender, and their matcha. And we had that iced for the first time because it was super hot in New York City. The weather's finally breaking. And it was so refreshing and so good. And I have that. I will have these matcha moment episodes available sometime this year so just wait for it so if you want to be a part of that and you want to be on an episode with me slide to them dms i already have a few matcha dates set up we'll go out for matcha we'll catch up we'll talk um i'll give you guys a full experience of it and you guys can really just understand why i'm obsessed so that you guys can get into it i also want to shout out everyone that listened to last week's episode and hit me up in the dms i'm so glad it inspired you to add matcha into your life i'm telling you the benefits are fantastic and something I want to talk about is how matcha is green so the matcha color that infamous like lime greenish color that earthy tone you know Mm, just thinking about it now Mm, mouth is watering that's how you know I love it (laughs) Uh, it comes from chlorophyll so chlorophyll is a green pigment present in all green plants responsible for the absorption of light that provides energy for photosynthesis 
aka it's sun food it's literally like eating the sun and all its goodness and all its beauty <laughs> and it makes greens green including uh, matcha and the reason why matcha is so green is because it has a high concentration of chlorophyll so some benefits for chlorophyll are skin healing so that's why i use matcha in my uh my matcha body scrubs because it really does help the skin to just glow and heal in a way that is just that glow is real y'all my matcha scrub is popping i i really do enjoy it but i do contribute a lot of its success from the chlorophyll because i use that and i also use uh spirulina in it as well so that's why it's so super green and it's just that high concentration of chlorophyll to help soothe the body and heal the skin you can also use it to detoxify. So that means like pulling up any toxins in the body to release that. So every time you're having a cup of matcha, you are detoxing your body. So shout out to you because you're releasing that old negative energy and toxins in the body that's slowing it down and making space for good, good, good energy and good food and nourishment to come into the body. Another one is weight loss for all of my wolves who are out there wait, waiting to get their summer body 19 together. Your body is beautiful as it is, but if you want to spice it up, you want to sculpt it out, shoot, do it, okay? Add some matcha into your life. It helps with that. It definitely can help with um, killing off any excess fat in the stomach area as well because it is a green tea, and green tea is known for that. It helps to speed up your metabolism. Um, <clears throat> another thing is it reduces inflammation. That was a big thing for me because, again, you guys know that I'm dealing with rheumatoid arthritis and it causes a lot of inflammation in my joints, especially when I don't eat the right things. So to help me maintain that, I drink matcha to help decrease inflammation so that my body is also not in pain. And those are just some of the benefits. There are so many more. Those are the main ones that from knowing my audience and knowing my wolves that I think you would be interested in most when it comes to chlorophyll. Uh, and yeah, I get my daily dose from matcha and from a green drink of my choice. So sometimes I do celery juice or I'll do a green smoothie. Recently, it's been more smoothies uh, because I've been working out more and I just need the smoothies to pack in like some hemp protein and things like that. So I go for a green smoothie that has like spinach, lemon, uh, cashew milk, um, kale. Sometimes I throw in arugula because I love the way it tastes. Broccoli, avocado. I just be throwing in anything that's green to be real with y'all. Add in some lemon to help break it down. Add in my water. Add in my hemp protein. Add in any of my adaptogens. Blend that up and I have that and it's really good. Always add cinnamon because it just makes everything better. So I have that every morning. All have celery juice. So there are a few juiceries near my house that are all small businesses. These are literally just the people in my neighborhood who have a hustling spirit, who brought a juicer, set up a cute little situation um, on the side of the street and blend juices, fresh juice, and you can smell it from down the block. So I do my best to at least two or three times a week give my money to them by ordering a juice from them because it just I know it's helping them and it's helping my, my community, you know? So there's that. And celery juice is popping as well, also has chlorophyll in it, and it's a great detoxifier, helps to give you glowing skin, helps to just get the body moving in the morning so we can release any of the toxins and the waste that our body has collected um, while we were sleeping and resting. So yes, I absolutely will say start your day off with something green, whether it be matcha or whether it be a cup of just regular green tea, or maybe you decide to add in a celery juice or a green juice or a green smoothie. Just adding that into your day first thing in the morning, what it does for the body is it allows the body to like properly restart. Because a lot of us forget like when we're saying breakfast, it means break, 
fast. So technically, you've been fasting for the past six to eight hours or however long you've been asleep. The last thing you want to do is just add a lot of heavy stuff into your body and then expect it to run normally, you know? Like, oh, I'm about to feed you all this heavy, fatty, yummy food, right? And then you wonder why by, like, the middle of the day you're really sluggish, you're irritable, you know, or you need that third cup of coffee just to focus and concentrate. It's because you've literally overworked your body as soon as it's done all the work to properly work again. So when you break your fast, you want to do something with liquid. I always tell any wolves that ask me, eight ounces with lemon water, um, of lemon water. You could do an ACV mixture with that if you wanted to, but eight ounces of water in the morning, and then you have like your matcha, and then you have like your green juice. And what you'll realize is that you have so much liquids in the morning that you're not really hungry. Um, until the afternoon and that's perfect because that's when your body has fully readjusted and can really take on a nice heavy full lunch and break it down in enough time so by the time dinner comes around you have something nice and light which is something that a lot of us don't know to do you can go to sleep and your body can rest and it can really start to work at its optimal like at its best when we start to treat the body with that type of respect. And the only reason why I know this information is because I read this book called The Piper Protocol, and it's The Insider's Secret to Weight Loss and Internal Fitness by Tracy Piper. And she is a black woman that I met. She's also a Scorpio, Scorpio gang. I met her a few years ago at a brown green beauty wellness event that was really amazing and I wish they would bring it back because it was so good. Uh, And she was one of the panelists and we just connected And um, she like did a face mapping for me. And essentially face mapping is where she can literally, there are certain herbalists um, that can read your face and tell you like what's happening with your organs internally. And she did that for me, gave me information. I came home and realized that I had her book all along. And um, I kind of flipped through it. Uh, to be honest with you, I didn't really go through it too much. I just did what she told me to do in the moment, which was to add something green into my day and to make sure I drink water before I had my matcha. Uh, And then... I ended up getting really, really sick this past year. Um, I want to say that was probably the reason why I took my break, right? I think we spoke about this in the first episode of the third season. And I had gotten so sick, and I was like, you know what? It was so funny because I just intuitively woke up, found her book, and read the entire book. And this is over, like, almost over 300 pages. And I read it in one day. And I got the food listings, everything that she said to get, and I went to the supermarket. And then within 48 hours, I was feeling even, I've never felt as good as I did. (laughs) That was incredible. I did everything she said to detox the body, to then re-nourish it. And it was amazing to know that I could reset my body in 48 hours. It was amazing to know that um, just certain foods go together, certain foods don't go together. And if you guys want me to do like a live book review on this because it is so juicy, it's so good, let me know in the comments below because, I mean, this book is a game changer. Oh my goodness. This is my my body's Bible, essentially, of like what to eat, how to eat it so that my body can operate at its best um, all the time. And I kid you not, I feel good 98% of the time and the other two times that I don't is usually because I've eaten something I shouldn't have eaten keep it real let's keep it funky or it's just an energetic thing and I'm just I'm growing and I'm shifting and I'm not supposed to feel good 100% of the time and I'm also accepting and okay with that but the Piper the Piper Protocol is a fantastic book and yes it speaks about weight loss and things like that but her main mission 
And she speaks about that. Like, she had to sell the book. So she had to put something on there that was going to catch people's attention. And weight loss seems to be this, like, trigger word for everyone. And they want to buy it because they want to lose weight or whatever. But her whole thing is not about losing weight. It's about just having a healthy and strong body, you know, so you can have a healthy and strong mind and healthy and strong emotions and a healthy and strong spiritual life. And that's why I was just so enamored by her um, and the fact that she's black and the fact that she does, like, um, she she does colonoscopies. Uh, for my girl Hannah Bronfman, who is this amazing uh, fitness enthusiast, fitness and wellness enthusiast on Instagram. And um, she's also a Scorpio. <laughs> Scorpio gang. Uh, yeah, so I found her through her because she did a video with her on YouTube about it. And I'll try to add the link to the description so you guys can check out that video. And the Amazon link to the Piper Protocol so you guys can pick up the book and check it out. I work. Like, if you're trying to get into that summer body 2019 and just into a healthier body, if you're trying to heal your mind, um, heal your soul, your body, whatever the case is, like, you're going to find your answers in this book. It is so good. Oh, my God. Like, there'll be some more episodes on different chapters of this book because it has helped me so much. Like, just my understanding of how water works energetically. I found that found that out in this book. Um, just how like you're supposed to eat certain things with certain things. Like you shouldn't be eating carbs with protein because your body can't handle all that and trying to process all at the same time. That blew my mind, especially me growing up in a predominantly Spanish and Latin neighborhood. I mean, rice and beans and chicken was just like your go-to and it was like hella cheap. You're paying like $6 for this full meal only to realize that like your body can't break all that down, you know? And then, and then she also not only tells you what, what you, you shouldn't be doing for your body, but also gives you really great alternatives that are easy to add in. So instead of doing rice and beans with chicken, because that's two proteins with carbs, you can do like a bean salad or you could do like chicken, a chicken salad if you wanted to, or you could do just rice, like a rice bowl and add some arugula into there and some fresh veggies and mix that up. And your body will feel full. It will feel full, but... It will then also be able to process everything because they work in harmony together. So it's just where I will let me know if you guys want to see um, or hear an episode about like just understanding how to properly eat your food because it's a game changer, especially if you're creative. You know, we'd be out here in these cafes sipping on matcha lattes, hopefully, and just eating a whole bunch of stuff because we want to stay there because we're freelancers and we don't have our own offices as of yet. And um, if you're going to go and do that, at least do it so where your body's going to win at the end of the day. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I just mm, 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 love it, love it, love it. So, like I said, why green? Green is just fantastic on every level you can possibly think of. I mean, green helps bring in the coins, okay, just on a financial state. The more green in your life, the more you are accepting of money on a subconscious level energetically you're bringing it in you're getting comfortable with it so when you see it in your wallet or you can start to see it in your wallet you can start to envision it it really does help uh in that way green is also connected to the heart chakra and the heart chakra is that middle part of your chest like right in between both breasts uh and that is that energy center that allows you to love that allows you to give meaning to life in all of your other centers so like if your heart chakra is off balance all your chakras are fucked up which I just think is so incredible because it has that power. It's the center of your aura. It's the sense of how you like project your energy and image to the world. It comes from your heart chakra and that's governed by greenness. It's governed by the earth, by nature, mother nature. 
And it's just, it's so beautiful and vibrant. And the more we can tap into that by either wearing the color green or utilizing green crystals or just, you know, earthing, like going out to the park and walking barefooted, being around more greens, becoming a plant mom or a plant dad, you know, uh, all of those things allow you to reconnect to that heart energy. And that heart energy is what's going to allow you to have more meaning in life. And that means more meaning, meaningful times of making money, more meaningful relationships, more meaningful experiences. Uh, just, oh my goodness, I, I can rave about the heart chakra. It's become one of my favorites. It used to be the sacral chakra, I'm not going to lie to you. And then I'm telling you, green came into my life and I'm like, wait a minute, wait, wait a minute. Let me find out, you know, let me find out. So we have that. <laughs> and I want to talk about some myths that people talk about when it comes to going green or going plant-based. So there are a whole bunch of different titles. And let me just say something about titles real quick. Identify how you want to identify. If you want to be a pescatarian, which means you only eat seafood, then be a pescatarian. Like, whatever. Who cares? Uh, If you want to just be vegan, you know, if you want to be like, I forgot, there's a certain type of vegan that, like, won't eat meat but will still wear leather, there's a vegan for that and there's a vegan for everything. Uh, If you want to be vegetarian um, and still have your dairy... Um, but less, but like no meat, you can also do that. For me, I'm plant-based. And what that means is that I majorly eat greenness. So almost 90% of my meals are green from like my breakfast to my dinner. There, There's some type of green in there. Um, and more than half of the plate is green. And it also means for me that I've cut out meat entirely. I do have seafood, but it is very occasionally. I think like maybe like once or twice a month. And that's because too, my body just doesn't, it doesn't fuck with it like that. Like it's, it, it be in moves like nah, sis, we good. Like we're not doing all that. No one has time for that. And it also means that I'm gluten-free too. So that's what plant-based means for me. That's how I've, I've identified it. That's if someone asks me, I say I'm plant-based because the basis of all my meals are plants. That is how I identify. Identify however you choose to. All I will say is that whatever title you choose to claim and choose to be a part of, whatever community you choose to be a part of, make sure that you're being mindful and intentional. So if you are going to be a pescatarian, understand what that means for like the fish in the sea, right? Because we are, because sushi has been on the rise and become this cultural and global phenomenon, we we aren't actually eating fish sometimes. Like, do your research so you know what you're putting into your body. Um, the same thing for my vegans, the same thing for my vegetarians. Like, if you're going to still choose to eat dairy, make sure you understand where that dairy is coming from. Make sure you know that those cows that are giving you that milk, um, those chickens that are giving you the, those eggs, that they are healthy and that they're not being pumped up with steroids and they're not being treated you know, terribly like put in cages that have their own feces in it. Like, like do your research, be mindful of it. You know, for me, whenever I'm getting my greens, I don't just go to Whole Foods because it's Whole Foods. I have to look and see. I'll go to the farmer's market before I go to Whole Foods. Whole Foods or like a big chain is like my last resort because I understand how they stock their food before it gets out to the open to where it's in a pretty display. And I'm not okay with that. So for me, a farmer's market means it came straight from the farm to the market so that's where I get a lot of my stuff from, and it's all in my neighborhood, you know, and there's tons of initiatives, especially if you live in New York City, like Grow NYC, they have like $12 boxes that have tons of green stuff that you can get throughout all the boroughs, just Google Green or Grow Grow NYC, check them out, I'm sure there's initiatives in other cities as well, if you don't know, DM me, we can look it up together, because I really want all of my wolves to be as healthy as possible. 
And if that means we got to do a little research together, we'll do a little research together. But essentially, there are some myths, and I want to tackle the top three because they're really funny to me. Uh, The first one is that people think it's hard to become plant-based or vegan or vegetarian, and it's not hard. And it's really like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, oh, I could never give this up. Oh, I could never do, I could never go without bacon, right? I was one of those people. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm like, bacon is my life. And then I started understanding how bacon was affecting my body, affecting my mind, how I was able to show up and live my life, how I was able to show up and like love people in my life. Like, and I was like, you know what? Bacon tastes great, sure, but it does not, the consequences of eating that do not outweigh how good it, you know, um, how good it tastes in that sense like they definitely those consequences of just feeling so sluggish so tired it just was not worth that five to six minutes of me like mm, this is a good bacon sandwich or, mm, I love me some bacon or mm. like it just didn't make any sense I'm like I feel exhausted after eating this because my body's like what the fuck what what are we doing here why are you making me digest this this early in the morning sis no 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 i'm not digesting it you just got to deal with being tired and that's what i was feeling and it's like when you understand the consequences to the food that you're eating it becomes very clear and easy for you especially if you're intentional to switch shit up so that you can live your best life you know, especially as you're getting older, you want as much energy as you possibly can have so that you can go and express your purpose to the world. Especially as a creative, you don't have the the time to just eat whatever you want in hopes that you'll be okay and you'll feel fine afterwards. Like we're just such, as creative beings, we're so sensitive to energy. That's why we're able to create the way that we're able to create. What makes you think that the food that you're eating does not have its own energy that's then combining with yours? to then create an experience that you most likely will not enjoy. So I want to just bust that myth. It, you, it is very easy to change. I went plant-based overnight. Didn't bother me. I wasn't missing steaks. I wasn't missing chicken. I wasn't missing turkey. I wasn't crying because someone's eating bacon next to me. I also wasn't a bitch about it either where they're eating bacon. I'm like, oh my God, you're eating bacon? Deadly. Like I wasn't doing that either. I just knew that my body could not take that. And that there were other great things that I could substitute for that. So my love for mushrooms have grown immensely because they are so delicious. And they still give me that feeling and that vibe that meat used to give me. But I also feel so much better after eating it. So that's myth number one. Myth number two, that all vegan food is good for you. That's a hard no. Because I just posted something up a few days ago talking about how that's not the case. Like, there's a study that happened for Impossible, um, the Impossible food chain that makes, like, the sausages and the burgers and the chicken so that they taste and they look just like meat, but they aren't. They're supposed to be made out of vegetables. There's apparently a few different ingredients in the packaging um, and within the meat itself, the quote-unquote meat itself, that uh, is super toxic toxic for the body and for you yourself so it's like just because it's vegan oreos are vegan does that mean that they're good for you no like do your research just because it says oh i'm vegan doesn't mean that it is especially we're talking about like body products as well just because it's a vegan body product does not mean that it's good for your body read the other ingredients not just a cute little label that says that it's vegan you know what i mean like do your research so that you know because not all things that are labeled vegan not all things are labeled vegetarian um 
mean that they're going to actually nourish your body. It could just be a marketing ploy. Keep it on it. Y'all are creatives. Y'all know what it is. The third myth I want to bust is there is not enough protein to survive off eating greens. Bullshit. There is chia seeds, hemp seeds. Oh my goodness. What else do I use to get protein? Um, I use hemp seed protein powder. Uh, mushrooms have protein in it. All types of beans have protein in it. Um... There's just so many different things. For me, I have like a certain ones that I go to. Like there are certain proteins that I just use because it's just easier for me. I don't like to eat crazy different things all the time. That's my own preference. I have certain meals that I eat every day and I'm happy with it. But for my adventurous people that like, I got to switch it up. I got to have something different. There are tons of ways for you to get your protein. Stop playing these games. That is not a thing. That should not deter you. If that's the only thing that's stopping you from being plant-based or from eating more greens in your life... That's not a thing. It's not a thing. There's, there's protein in kale. Like, you just have to do your research. Research. Research it out, okay? And you'll be able to, like, live your life a lot better and more greener and be happier, okay? Because it really does make you happier. I'm not just saying that because um, I want you to embrace a green life. I'm saying it because I'm living a greener life and I am a happier person, like I'm a happier person in all aspects of my life because I have more, I feel like I have a more divine connection to Mother Earth because I'm really utilizing what's growing straight from her, straight from the earth to nourish my body. So that gives me this sense of like spiritual groundedness. And then the fact that like these things that I'm eating are just fantastic for the body. My body can digest it. I can't tell you how many times like I've gone out to eat and we'll have like a vegan dish and like I feel nice and full but in the best of ways where I still have energy, I'm still alert, I'm not feeling grumpy, I don't need a moment to sit down, I can still get up afterwards and go and do something active with like my partner, with my friends and like be tired at the end of the day because I've really worked my body not in the sense of like well I just ate all this crazy ass food and my body's just tired because it's like we got to figure out how to get this shit out your body before you wake up in the morning <laughs> so we don't like you know harbor a disease or you know harbor some type of dysfunction in the body so those are the top three myths that I want to bust for you if you guys know of any other myths too let me know in the comments below I want to know what you've heard that's the craziest thing that stopped either you or someone you love from adding in more greens there's tons of things like oh I don't like the way that greens taste like do you understand how many greens are on this earth stop it stop it you'll be fine uh, <laughs> what I also want to talk about is energetic. I think we spoke a little bit about it with the heart chakra and just like energetically eating green can strengthen your connection to source. It's the idea that eating something dead like flesh, right? Eating dead flesh, whether that be chicken, meat, whatever you want to consider it to be, um, and then putting it inside a living body cancels out energy, right? Because it, just, it doesn't make any sense. It's like a negative and a positive. They will cancel each other out. Whereas if you're eating something green, it's alive, you know, especially if it's fresh farm for table, like it's alive, it still has that nutrients in your body um, that it can give your body. Whereas with with most meat, there there really isn't a lot of nutrients, especially when you're talking about like where these pieces of meat come from. I mean, I've I've seen everything from like people dying steaks more red because they were brown and like disgusting and old and they had to still sell that meat because it's a quota to meat because there is still a business behind that um from the hormones that are injected the steroids that are injected all of that stuff 
can't be cooked out of the meat no matter how well you season it, you know? It just tastes better because of the seasoning, but it still affects your body. Those hormones still fuck with your body, still fuck with you on an energetic level. They do. They, it's, it's hormones on, it's animal hormones to your human hormones trying to figure itself out along with any extra fat toxins um, or extra unnecessary chemicals that are now coming into your body. It is very hard for you to be Um, an energetic person or to feel vibes or however it is that you want to call yourself. I call myself a mystic. You may say that you're a healer, a bruja, whatever the case is. Like it's very hard to then be connected to that energy because there's so many other things now blocking that connection. It also, like I said before, it heals the heart chakra and it allows you to think and feel clearer just eating more green it just literally, when I think of the word green and the color green, I just see, think of clarity. Of just like beautiful vastness, all this openness, all this just beautiful earthy smells, like fresh cut grass in the summertime. And oh my goodness, I just got like it allows you to feel joy, which also stems from the heart and from the heart chakra and allows you to think clearer. And that clarity does come from the heart, it does come from the heart. So then there's all of that. So what I wanted to share is like what I released in my life um, so that I can become more plant-based. So I released alcohol and I'll have an entire episode on why I no longer drink alcohol. It's been over a year uh, and your girl is happy and living her best life. I don't miss it at all. And yes, I do work for major brands like Bacardi and Douce and I still don't drink. It is duality, sis. Okay, duality. I don't stop anybody from having their fun, living their life. Um, I release sugar. I release meats, most seafoods, gluten, and all dairy products. I do not fuck with dairy. If you do, that's great for you. I'm glad you found a balance in that. I could not. Even down to like cheese. Cheese had to go. I now use nutritional yeast to make my pasta, and it is legitimately so delicious and does not tire me out. I don't fuck with dairy. That's one thing where I'm just like, no, Mm-mm-mm. because of the mucus, because of the the head, the headaches I would get, like that heaviness in your head after eating like cheese. On top of the fact that I'm black and most black people are lactose intolerant, and that just is a whole heritage thing that we can talk about at a different time. But like, we shouldn't be fucking with that anyway. But um, yeah, I release all of that and. People can feel like, oh, I got to cut it out. I got to let it go. But in all honesty, it's a lovingly release. Like, this doesn't serve me for what I'm trying to do with my body, right? I want to make sure that my body is healthy enough to be able to completely remove these two diseases from my body. To make sure that my mental wellness is stable for the rest of my life. For me to be able to have healthy children and to be able to be active in their lives, You know, that is why I am as health conscious as I am, because I want to make sure that I can be my best self for my community, for my my partner, for my children, um, for myself, for my ancestors. You know, it's important for me to take care of this vessel that I have because I only have one in this lifetime. And it doesn't limit me from having a beautiful experience or having the joys of eating really good food. I just get to eat really good food that's really good for the body. Do you know what I mean? So let's get into that CPR method so that you can start to add some more green into your life. Enjoy the green team because the green team is always winning, okay? First, we want to create awareness, and that comes from food journaling. Document how and what you eat and how it makes you feel, especially... um, I would say do it for like either one week or up to a month. 
Um, if you want to do it longer than that, then do it longer than that. I think I did it for the first time for like a month and a half uh, just to see what it was. And that's when I realized like I couldn't do dairy because when I would eat dairy, when I had to do my journal recap at night, I every time I read a journal entry that I had dairy that day, I just had a miserable day. Every single entry for like over a month. Um, same thing with gluten. That's how I realized I had a gluten allergy. It was through food journaling. Food journaling really does allow you to create awareness. So that way you're able to see like, oh, today I had steak, but then I felt like shit. Or, you know, today I had that green smoothie and I was feeling really amazing. Or, you know, it's day three of me having, you know, this meal replacement and I'm feeling amazing and I'm losing weight. A really good food journal that I love and that's super inexpensive is from Michael's. And I think it's like orange. And it's in their journal section, and it's really amazing. I think it's up for uh, 30 days. It breaks down everything, lets you write it out, so you don't have to think about what you need to write. It's You just answer the questions. Very, very simple. And you're able to go back and look at it in an organized way and see like what served you and what didn't serve you and what you can add into your life and what you can let go of. So I really... Love that food journal. You can also look up food journal templates on Google and then just add them to your regular journal entries. But make sure you are creating awareness by food journaling. Document, 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 document. Because especially if you're dealing with a disease, if you're healing through one, if you're dealing with a mental illness in any way, shape, or form, do it. Like, document your life in some way shape or form so you know how to better show up for yourself instead of having to guess like hmm what was it that happened or you'll know you could be like you know let me look at my book and find out what it was oh it's because I this happened mm, I, I wrote this down a week ago that when I had that it made me feel like shit so let me not do that again and that way it allows you to better show up and like replacing things in your life that you no longer should be eating with things that you can eat because you'll know what makes you feel good because you've documented it and you'll know what makes you feel like trash because you've documented it so create a well create awareness by documenting get a food journal Two, practice praise praising is gratitude infused with joy and yes there's a space for it in your wellness especially when you're talking about food Think about the fact that you bless your food, or if you don't bless your food, that's a whole nother thing. But blessing your food is not just religiously based. It's because you're setting an intention for the food in front of you to nourish the body that it's about to go inside of. That is praise, praising the food, and then becoming mindful in your eating. Mindful eating is fantastic because it also helps you if you're trying to lose weight, if you're looking to lose weight, um, if you're looking to just maintain a healthy connection with food. I know a lot of us use food as comfort, especially during stressful times. Being mindful when you eat, using praise and gratitude while you eat allows you to disconnect that uh, sensation of like this food is giving me comfort to praising and gratitude is giving me comfort, right? Because you can, the more praise and gratitude you add into your life, the better your life is going to be, right? But the more food that you add into your life, that may not always equal to you having a better experience. So it energetically elevates your food as well. Talking to your food as you're cooking it makes it taste better. That's cooking with love. Like I praise like, oh my goodness, I'm so grateful for this food that I'm about to eat. I'm grateful for the hands that prepared this food. And when I'm feeling extra gracious for the hands that brought this food from the farm to the market, from the market to the to whatever it is, now it's in my house, now I've cooked it, now I'm ready to eat it, and I'm so excited and grateful for it. And the food just tastes better because you've given it love, and now it's going to give you back that love and then some. So use 
praise as a practice over your food. Even just say, I set the intention that this food is going to nourish my mind, body, and soul. That's it. Done. You set the intention, you eat the food, and it will then nourish your mind, body, and soul because you are a creator. You're a creative, right? That means that you are able to create the reality in which you're living in, even down to how food is going to affect your body. And yes, for my meat eaters out there, if you wanted to bless your meat to have its positive, you know, um, to have the positive energy break down the food in a way that allows you to eat whatever type of meat you want to eat, you can do that as well. I mean, look, you're an alchemist. Do whatever the hell you want. Just make sure that you're adding in praise before you do so, so that you can elevate that vibration of the food and of yourself. The last thing you want to do is recover through research, okay? Research. I've mentioned it a few times in this episode, and I just want to mention it one more time. Look things up. Dive in deeper. Find out what it means to be gluten-free, right? Find out what it means to be more plant-based. See what it looks like. The more research that you're able to do, the more you're able to decide what you want to add into your life, what you're like, I don't care if that is good for me. I don't want to add it into my life. You'll be able to really see what better serves you on your journey and, and how you want to live, So research, research, research. Look up everything. Again, the book, The Piper Protocol is fantastic. Hannah Brockman has a book too called Do What Feels Good. She has great recipes in there as well. Um, Start following different wellness accounts that really um, align with you on a moral plane, physically, emotionally, spiritually, and even financially. There are different, there are different books and Instagram accounts and websites and blogs that can fit your pocket, that can fit your mindset, that can fit um, your spiritual connection to source. Uh, There's another book that I use as a body manual and it is called The Sacred Woman by Queen Afua. She has really good information on how food energetically uh, affects the body. So there are just tons of ways for you to learn and understand how to better serve the vessel that you're in. You only get one vessel and you can treat it like shit if you want to, but don't be surprised if your life is like shit because the the vessel that you're in is what is allowing you to have the experiences that you're having, right? So you are a soul with the body. That means you have to take care of that body. You know, that means working out, moving your limbs. That means eating more greens, connecting more to Mother Earth. That means, you know, taking care of your brain health more. It means drinking more matcha, obviously. You know, I was going to throw that in there. Doing all of these things allows you to better show up and be of service to the world. Because as a creative, as a creator, you need all the help and all the support that you can receive to be able to express that passion and that purpose and that perspective to this world so that those of us who are looking for you, we can find you without you burning out or without you not being able to rise to the occasion because you just have not supported yourself in a way that allows you to, okay? So there's all of that information for you. Remember the CPR this week is create awareness through documenting with food journaling, practice praise by blessing your food, and recover through research by just doing your research, doing your research. See what one thing you can do to add more greed into your life, okay? This week's matcha mantra is, I am well, all is well. Again, I am well, all is well. And that is just reminding you that you yourself, you this vessel, you this energy, the spirit, as a creator, you are well. 
in all that you do and everything around you supports that. Let me know how you're going to add more green into your daily life. I want to know. Tell me everything. Um, If you already are plant-based or vegan, let me know how you maintain that. I feel like putting that in the comments allows for us to build community so that way other people can learn themselves. Like, oh, wow, she does that or he does that. That's dope. I want to start adding it into my life. DM me or Instagram me, tag me on Instagram at Lotus Aloba, at Loba Land, so that way I can repost some of your amazing ideas on how you stay green and I can share with the other community of wolves. And uh, yeah, be on the lookout for some things that are coming up. So I have a vibe session happening this Thursday if you're in the New York City area from 7 to 9. Come through. You can check out It's a Vibe Session on IG. Um, the account is in my bio link for Lotus Aloba. And you guys can come as a free event. We are going to be talking about motherhood. Um, and when we say motherhood, for my expecting mothers out there, yes. But also for us as daughters to mothers and what that relationship looks like. We're also doing a clothes swap. So get rid of all your winter clothes and no longer serve you. Bring them down. We'll swap out some clothing. We'll be real cute or whatever. We're celebrating the co-founder Chantal's birthday. It's going to be a really nice vibe. So come through from 7 to 9, downtown Manhattan. The link is in my bio. Also, to let everyone know, my Philly, my Philly Wolves out there, the event on June 1st, the Sisterhood Series, has been postponed to August, and that is for a series of reasons, but we're going to respect the fact that the universe is asking us to move this date, and I don't really like to fuck with the universe. Top of the fact that I'm also dealing with death in my family, and I will need that day to also just kind of grieve and move through those emotions. Um, and show up for people that need me to show up for them. But we're looking at August 17th as the new date. So please clear your calendars so that you can come through and get tickets uh, to come and just learn about each element and how it affects you on every in every aspect of your life, from your sensuality to your finances. We're going to be exploring how all four elements allow you to be an entire being and to just connect with other women from Philly, from New York, from New Jersey, from... The DMV area, like we're all just going to come together and connect August 17th in Philadelphia, same location, ticket sales will go on, will probably start June 1st, okay? There's that. I also will be teaching a workshop on, it's called Keep the Same Energy, Attracting Abundance at Boss House. So Boss is a magazine for black women who are out here grinding and making life happen and I'm honored to be one of their workshop facilitators and that's June 29th tickets are still on sale you can go and grab a ticket and come through we have people flying in from Texas from Cali to come to New York to connect for that day I can't wait to meet all of my wolves and hug on you and love you and teach you guys how to attract abundance okay and then in August, August 18th, <laughs> I will be at the intention tour with my sister, uh, the goddess incarnated. She is hosting an event called the intention tour. It is her second stop and it will be an all day self-care retreat in Brooklyn, New York. And um, yeah, so we have a lot of good things happening this summer and I, I can't wait to meet all of you. I just want to give you guys that updated list. And we're looking to drop my new collection of oils and scrubs for July 1st. So be on the lookout for all those good things that are happening. Make sure you're following me on social media. Instagram is my jam. And it's at Lotus Aloba. And of course, at Loba Land. And yeah, I'll see you wolves next week. Bye.